this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. really nice about you at the beginning, it's going to be a problem. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, he, he's so nice. He, he's such a great guy. But what a pain in the ass most of the time. You're going to get it nailed in the nuts at the very end. They never pull you in for a meeting if they just want to list off things great no. about you. <laughs> no, that's very that's... true. So as soon as they start saying nice <laughs> yeah. things, there's going to be a pretty big counterpoint. Listen, we appreciate everything you've done for the company this yeah. far, and we yeah. find you to be a valuable asset to us. Oh, However, dot, 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 all right, this is going to be a long conversation with the wife when we get home. The political climate has changed, and therefore, that's what, shove that up your keister. You see what I'm saying? Philip Wise used to randomly Philly. say, I love Philly. He used to randomly go, in this climate? And it made me laugh so hard. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the um, Whole Foods. In this climate? In this climate? <laughs> I love Philly. I miss Philly. I do too. He's funny. How, is the health okay? But I, I heard, yeah. I should check in with him. I haven't talked to him in a while. I talked to him, God, it's probably been about a month. It's the last time I talked to oh, him. Oh, well, you've talked to him way sooner than I have. But uh, I, got a, I got a friend that's, I think, coming on as, as an advertiser that I haven't seen in a while. I met him with Philly. I won't say his name yet, but I will next week. I think he starts next week. But Philly and I were sitting around the old KQ studios, and we get a call from a listener, this young man who just moved here from Somalia, and he said he wanted to go see a movie with Philip and me called Black Hawk Down. Remember that movie? Uh, yeah, that's an insanely good movie. Uh, it was unbelievably good. And so 20 years later, he calls up and goes, hey, I want to come on the show as an advertiser. How cool. See, now that's what we would like to focus on in America is when mm -hmm. somebody comes here from Somalia and succeeds greatly because he busts his ass, why don't we ever hear those stories? Right? I mean, that's where, that's the goal in life is to say things like that. That's what How I'm saying. awesome is that? But they never do, do they? Well, we When's the last did. time you turned into CNN or Fox? Yeah, you know what? Things are going great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know the only show I listen Doesn't to? Happen. Which one? The Tom Bernard Morning Show. I don't blame you because we just BS across the board. But at least we don't lie to you for money. No. And speaking of other good news. Yes, ma'am. You know how we were really concentrating on the... You know what I love about her so much? Uh -huh. I'm right in the middle of telling a story and then mm -hmm. she changes the subject. I mm -hmm. thought you were wanting to talk about this. No, the it's, Nivea it's your, you're over. All right, fine, I won't no, wait, okay, what were you saying now? I knew you were going to want to talk about I was teasing you, big baby. I'm not a baby. You're a huge baby. I'm not a, I'm not a baby <laughs> is like the most baby thing okay, to say. Yeah. Okay, stand up. Have you seen her outfit? Uh, I cool. haven't yet today, no. It's just a only, running skirt. Only a baby would wear that. It's a running oh. skirt. Oh, it's a three-year-old sitting over there to my right. You're the one wearing matching. Actually, you look cool as I mean, all hell. You know. I, I mean, I, I, I probably myself wouldn't wear horizontal stripes in this climate. But I'm <laughs> Not saying. in this climate. <laughs> Not in this climate, man. In this climate? Yeah, oh, it's, it's all true. Um, so we were concentrating yesterday on raising money for Navia Ripka. She's right. the one who is a yep. three-year-old in um, critical condition. Her father uh, died immediately on the scene when she the wrong way traffic had hit their car in Oakdale. And you're right, it was at 2.30. 2.30 in the morning, He had to be somewhere yeah. at 4.30. Yep. 
Um, he was going to go help somebody on a farm. And Correct. So they're raising money, and they are up to 10000 Their goal is still 15000 but they are up to 10000 so that's awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, how much more? Are we going to give them until tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to end the day tomorrow. Uh, we'll see if they hit their goal. Well, they're going to hit their goal know, one way or the other. We're going to, yeah, yeah. We're going to make sure they hit the goal of 15 but, tomorrow. But the more you can kick in, the better. The better. And we've had so many listeners uh, donate. It's pretty insanely cool. And advertisers. Yes. Our advertisers have stepped up, too, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, we'll get that done by the end of the show tomorrow. We'll uh, work it up. But, yeah, if you can just, like I said, if you can kick in $1, what the hell, man? A dollar's a dollar, sure. right? Dollar is a dollar. This little baby girl. It's a little girl, right? Yeah, a little girl. She's. It's. <sighs> there's all these pictures of her in the hospital, and she's got a stuffy. No, no. Don't show those to me. I'm not showing them to you. I, do I not can't even go look at them again. Yeah. yeah, it was made me oh. so sad yesterday. She has a stuffy in her arm. Yep. A little lovey. Little baby. Oh. Never see daddy again. I mean, that's. I, I can't. See, that's another thing. Another example. We just talked about how wonderful things are, but look at that. You know, yes, the three of us did not get along with our fathers, but at least he wasn't killed in a car accident, so we'd mourn for the rest of our lives, yeah. right? We get to be pissed off instead of mourning. It's a much better position to be in, don't you think? I think so. Poor little girl. But we'll get there, and thank you so much. The listeners to this show are just, you're incredible. You're setting new, I can't tell you what they are, but um, our audience and advertisers and everybody are setting new goals for this show every day. It's or they're setting new goals on this show every day. It's just, I'm sorry. Why am I in such a good mood, for Christ's sake? Is because it's nice out? And Murphy's here. Yeah. Oh, and Murphy's here. That's true. Uh, speaking of the GoFundMe that they have set up, I was scrolling through there the other day, yesterday, yes, and sir. I saw that somebody had anonymously donated $500. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's amazing. Because if that was, I, I feel like I know so many people in my life that if they donated $500, their names would be in all caps in bold. <laughs> right. Look what I did. That's like, true. yeah, this person was just like, here you go. Here's 500 bucks. No problem. That's you so open, nice. Yeah. You open the card. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have a, you gotta have a parade going by when you give 500 bucks. Sure. No, anonymous is a wonderful thing. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It's great. No question. So, um, now, uh, and look, I don't want to get into this because, you know what I've decided, basically? And I, it's not something I decided, but I just looked at the facts, and it's absolutely true. Because now, of course, somehow America's responsible for the smoke that came from Canada. I don't know how that's possible, but the, uh, some of these politicians now, the smoke that's in uh, on the East Coast, and actually all across... Why don't we have any here? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I have friends of mine who live in New York, and one of them posted a picture yesterday, and it said, this is my picture on Wednesday of the skyline, and this is a picture of New York, and this is the picture on Thursday, and it's all orange. And I was right. like, oh, go cry me a river. Every day that somebody lights a campfire up in Saskatchewan, and we got to deal with the smoke for six weeks. Don't, oh, New York's got a little bit of, have you been <laughs> to that city? It's all smog. It's nothing but rats and trash on the side of the highway. You're and, saying, hey. Yeah. And human piss. Yes. Like when you walk around New York, there's moments where you go, oh, there's pee. And then you go, I hope that's definitely a human. Yeah. You go, I hope it's not, but that's that's most likely a human. <sighs> human pee? Yeah. Human pee on concrete. Any turds? All over the city. Any turds? I don't know. I, that's, I heard that's the new deal now. They poop too. Oh, and, yeah. That's great. And you can't blame humans either because stores won't let you use their bathroom. Why should they? I, I mean, but I just say... It's a city. Oh, my headphones. 
You just turned off the monitor. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, no, our, when the, I die, I'll go to heaven because I've spent my time in hell the, working with a... Bra- what are you doing? The thing just went off. The, did, whole, and the whole bar. Oh, did Murph uh, no, knock it off? Over here. No, Oh, no, he wasn't. He was right, he was right no, there. No, he was yeah. literally behind me before. No, yeah. Oh, my God. you and Murphy together that did it. I cannot with you. You destroyed the show. We may Do as well not just blame go home. the angel of a dog, Murphy. <laughs> the angel and of a dog. And also, there is, is no combination angel. more deadly than an unwell girl and her golden retriever. You mean mentally? <laughs> mentally unwell, oh, yeah. Oh, I understand that completely. I understand that completely, ladies and gentlemen. But in any case, uh, yes, we're going to get that taken care of. But I agree with you that uh, donating money anonymously is a wonderful thing. Look, if you don't want to do it anonymously, that's wonderful, too. You're still giving the money. Um, But it's just a great story. Mm -hmm. It really is. Stepping up to help one another. And Tim Niemeyer called in, stepped up. I just really good people. Really, really nice people. And then you meet people in management, and then your day's ruined. Yeah. I was in the building yesterday, and I, I... Were you? Yeah. I was. Ha- I had a lovely time. Did you? What'd you do? Um, I was looking at some stuff for uh, the Minnetonka Triathlon, oh, and okay. uh, I had to walk around the building because we're doing a step contest. I had a lovely time, but I don't have my job. Lovely. doesn't Suck. Your job sometimes sucks. You just have a lot of meetings. Because well, it's like 12, 12 hours long every day. <laughs> I mean, like that. So like, that's why I get so confused. People in my life that are really successful, I look at and I go, Do I really want that? <laughs> Well, it all depends on how you got there. Because most successful people are filthy pigs who stole most of the money. How did you get to success? Uh, I have some intelligence and talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't know. <laughs> you dope. I don't know. I, actually, I do work very hard. I do. I That's know true. you do. I, I that, absolutely That know. I will admit that I do work very hard. And I know it's and uncomfortable. I try not to be a prick. Do you, when you st- Unless it's to you. That's true. Okay. Um, when you started the morning show, did it right away feel like a success? Or did it feel like we should switch things up oh, all the here? time? No, at KQ. Oh, at KQ, 37 years ago, almost 38 years ago. Yeah. Now. Um, I thought I'd be there. I, they made me promise, Mark Steinmetz and Dave Hamilton made me promise when I took the job sitting in my apartment in New York that I'd stay for at least six months. So when I took the job, I figured I'd be there about six months and we'd move on and we'd all go different ways. And for some reason, I don't know what the climate was here and all the rest of it, I mean, talking about the radio climate, the show just blew up immediately. And really? I don't know why. Although all the people, there was a guy, and you guys might be too young to remember this. Matter of fact, you are too young to remember this. But we had a TV commercial that ran where a guy was breakdancing. Yeah, we just watched it the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 Guy weighed about 400 pounds. Yeah. Right? People thought that was me. Yeah. Okay, thanks a, a lot. That's not a great place. That's not, that's, you know, I don't weigh four bills, but you know what I'm saying. It all um, works out in the end. So at that time, success to you felt like it, it just kind of fell together really quickly, right? It, that show did come together really, really quickly, yes. Well, look, I inherited Dan Culhane and um, Mark Rosen, Lee Volsvik. I mean, that's a pretty hot, that's a pretty solid lineup to just inherit. Yeah. So, I mean, there already was a ton of talent there. I mean, not Mark Rosen, but everybody else. <laughs> not yeah. Rosie. I just saw Rosie over the weekend. Yeah. Rosie's how's he getting doing? married. Oh, my goodness. Getting married in September. How exciting. Know, two women. One woman marries him. Unfortunately, it doesn't end well. And then he, well, how can two women like him? I have no idea. Explain well, it to well me. the first one didn't. <laughs> yeah, there you first go. The first one ended up not liking him, so. 
Rosie is a good man. Um, and I, you know, I agree with Brittany because she said, isn't Mark Rosen the tallest Jew in America? Oh my God. I said, yes, he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. That sounds like something I would say. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not a whole lot. Is that what you're saying? I really want a pet Murphy right now. But in any case, to get back to what you were saying, you had Dave Hamilton and I had known each other for years and years and years. Um, I met him, I took him to a Minnesota Twins game. That's how I met him because he called in one day. I can't remember his radio name, though. He had a radio name. Dave Hamlet. It was I Dave. I should ask him. Dave Cooper. That's what it was. Dave Cooper. Dave Cooper. <laughs> what is wrong with ha- Dave Hamilton? Hamilton yeah. is such an official, beautiful uh, yeah. name. No, like, da- Hi, I'm Dave Cooper, which yeah. is fine. Well, Cooper's a great name, it's too, but fine. Hamilton. But Hamilton is a very, it sounds so almost presidential. Yeah. There was a uh, guy up in uh, Duluth who was on the radio. His name was Bill Jones. And somebody asked him one day, they're like, is that your real name? Is that your radio name? And he went, Yeah. Because I chose Bill Jones for my radio name. I'll never forget that break. That's, that is very, very true. Although I did get a couple of calls at the very beginning. So are you from Brainerd? I said, what? Oh, my God. Tom Brainerd. Yes, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. There's not no bad doubt either. about it. Um, Brainerd. Did you have an idea of what you wanted the show to be, or did it just kind of organically become that? I was going to go on the show and do what I do and tell the truth. And that's, I think... If somebody came on the national news right now and told you only the truth, I bet you that station would have a 100 share within about a month. Or they'd be fired immediately. Yeah. They're going to have to start telling the truth because both of these sides, the far left and the far right, they have created, well, along with the politicians now, they're, they're right in there too, uh, they've created two cults in America. We have the people in the center and on our left and on our right are, are cult members. Yeah. That's what this has turned into. Where I hate you. Well, wait a minute. If you're so, okay, uh, on the right side, if you're so, uh, what is it, kind of conservative, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you're conservative, why would you try to ruin somebody's life? That's not a very conservative thing to do. And if on the other side, you're very progressive, why do you ruin people's lives? That's not very progressive, now is it? It's very cultish, what you're doing. I thought of you yesterday about Oh, this. no, this can't be good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I, I knew it. <laughs> I was at a store in uh, Chaska. They sell little kiddos' clothes. I'm a little nervous to say the name because I don't know if they want more heat. You got the Schwanz T-shirt? No. God, no. Oh, I thought that was what, that's where I thought she was that's going. I thought you were going to go with Oh, too, yeah, right? really? Yeah. Um, that's what you were doing yesterday. No, I, um, I thought of you because it was just so wild. So, it's wild, man. Chaska, there's this little, there's this little kiddo store. Um, and I was buying Gogo some clothes and a book. And uh, she said, hey, we have readings going on. These, like, where people volunteer their time and read these books. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, I'd love to go to this. And she's like, well, there's, you know, one, this and this. And she's like, we're under a lot of heat right now because one of these readers is transgender. And people are freaking out about it and coming in her store and yelling oh, in her face. the book is about a transgender? No, the, it's not, the book isn't about transgender. The person oh, trans- volunteering reading Who is, gives a rat's ass? Right? Who cares? So people are coming in her store and yelling at her employees. Once Pe- again, that's a cult move right I there. know. That's what that is. I know. And it's, and like, it's on both sides of the aisle. Absolutely. That's, why I'm, that's oh. why I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. I can't take it anymore. I just kept thinking... What would get me so? What you want to know? What I would do if so they were uh, somebody was reading something that I didn't want my kid, or if somebody I'd leave. I wouldn't attend the event. Exactly. And that's what I would do. I would like to say again, 
what was it, 15 years ago, we had the first transgender traffic reporter on the KQ Morning Show, and nobody gave a rat's ass. Nobody That's, cared. I mentioned that. Good or bad, by the way. Because she asked what I did, and I, we got into that, and I was telling her about that, and I was, um, I'll just say, it's little, the place is called Little Ruse in Chaska, and so it just, I felt like it's this tiny little store. She runs mm-hmm. it. She makes the clothes for it. It's just this little thing, and we were talking about you, and I told her that story and how, why... Why would anybody care about if you don't want your kid to be around a certain person who's reading, right. don't attend. Then but don't come. They're attacking her Facebook. They're going into her store and yelling in her face. <laughs> of course they are. Right? That's Everybody's what I said. a tough guy now, too. That's the other part. And she's got, like, you know, Ugh. high school employees sitting there getting yelled at over this. And it's, and again, this is a volunteer just reading a book. I know, but once again, you could put it in the same category. Some people take religion, and if you're religious, I got no problem against being religious. But if you turn it once again into a cult thing, I got a huge problem with that. Yeah, you know, you your what you believe cannot dominate the earth. We have different viewpoints. Calm down. Yeah. I, but again, I well, and Rudy, you're in the same situation in the voiceover business. If you don't like gay people, you better not get in a voiceover business, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because every damn agent you got in the country is probably going to be... I don't know why that is. So many gay men become agents, but they do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just do. And, and if, if you can't deal with that, then you should not get into that business. I don't... Why... So this, this person... Uh, this transgender person was reading a book and they got pissed off about that. Yeah, it's it's I, this sometime in June. This person's coming in and reading, um, and uh, a bunch of people keep coming in her store and yelling at her employees and writing on her Facebook these. Well, things. how do they know the person's transgender? I don't even know. I think they're from that area. Like they went to that high school, and I, think, I wouldn't even know. I mean, the thing is, it's sometimes these cities feel a little like small. Like they they they're tighten it. So I think that yeah. they just know like, sure. this yeah, person's I mean, yeah. from this environment. Yeah. <clears throat> I understand that. It's like a Karen Facebook group. Exactly. Karen. Mm-hmm. God damn it. But yeah, it was just one of those things I was, I was like, it just it bummed me out. I ended up calling Julia and talking about it. And I was like, Julia. I was like, that just bums me out. One thing I would do is don't let it bum you out. They're going to do what they're going to do, and that and that's just how it is. All, the only thing you and I can do is show support yeah. and say, would you just all calm down? If you don't like it, then don't go in the store. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's it. It's, I, I, well, there's a, a show on streaming right now, and I can't remember the name of the show, but there's a picture of this young person, and I believe the, the descriptor has something to do with being transgender or something like that. Mm-hmm. Looking at the picture, I could not tell you whether that's a boy or a girl. Yeah. So why would I care? I have no idea. I don't care. You know, it's not for me, but what I, the way I live is not for you. See, that's the one thing. Okay, now, now let me ask you this question. Okay. Is the real problem here because that person becoming something that you're not is rejecting who you are? Is that how they see this? I hope that they realize that exactly what you said is how yeah. everybody perceives mm-hmm. it. Yeah. If you're freaking yep. out because somebody is so uncomfortable in their own body that they feel they have to represent themselves differently, and, and that makes you uncomfortable, you're projecting. You're projecting something that you. makes you so uncomfortable because something's going... What's, that's how I see it. When people freak out about you know gays or transgender... I mean, how many times does we find out that all these people that made such a huge issue about gays, they're like closeted as well? I yeah. mean, that's what I, I hope they know that that's how right. it reads. Mm-hmm. 
you have to find a humorous take on all of it. And that would every, be nice. Every time like the transgender topic comes up, I always think about Kevin Nealon. You guys remember Kevin Nealon? I love Kevin Nealon. Saturday Night Live, great, great comedian. He's got a show on YouTube called Hiking with Kevin, where yeah. he just takes celebrities and they go for a walk in, around Los Angeles and they go hiking up in the hills. And he had Caitlyn Jenner on. And they start their hike. Oh, yeah. And the first thing that he asked Caitlyn Jenner was, all right, Caitlyn, first question. If you could change one thing about yourself. <laughs> that is you know, so great. funny. That's brilliant. So good. Yeah, that's very, very. He was on the morning show one time years ago. He said, you know, I've never been to Minneapolis before. It's the first time I've ever been to Minneapolis and St. Paul. And uh, it's kind of interesting because I got on the airplane in New York and you got this thing called the Mall of America. So that's how long ago this mm-hmm. was. So you just opened the Mall of America. Because I got on the airplane, and I thought we were going to Japan. <laughs> he said he was literally the only Caucasian on the airplane. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. All coming to the Mall of America, mm-hmm. baby. Good for them. Now, I, I, once again, you live your life as long as you're... Here's the way I look at life. Let me see if you guys agree with this, because I know we got to go to a break here. I'm sorry about that. I'm going a little long. But, see, I will live my life, and you live your life. I have two things that are very important to me. Um, and see if you guys agree with this or not. I have about a three-foot circle around me, and my family has about a hundred-foot circle around them. Just don't come inside that circle, and we're going to get along really well, right? Do not shove your crap down my throat. Don't scream at me. Don't yell at me. Don't do any of those things to me, because now you're getting inside my circle, and I ain't going to put up with it. So just calm down. We can talk if you want. But uh, that's as far as it's going to go. Do not come inside my personal space and start calling me names and being judgmental because I ain't going to put up with it. That's fair, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. See, all we ever do on this show is give, give, give. Mm -hmm. Like this great information you're about to hear. And we'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. 
Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come Celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I was just talking to Brittany off the uh, air. It's, we're not on the air, though. What can you call it? We're on, on, off the stream. Off the, what is it? Yeah, you could say stream. Although somebody did point it out that most people are listening to this through their phone, up through the Bluetooth, onto their speakers in their car, which then is pumped out into the air. Yeah, it's true. You would so. be on, so we can still be on the air. I guess, yeah. yeah no, you're right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. So in any case, what the hell was I thinking about now? I was just going to tell you something and move on with life. But I can't remember what it was. It'll pop into my head again. Uh, delis. You guys yeah. like delis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an article in the Star Tribune this morning. I've not read it yet. I just read the headline. Our critic picks his four favorite delis in the Twin Cities. I didn't know there were four delis anymore. There used to be. But I know two, and I love them both. Yeah, know. well, I know that you have one on your list that's not on that list. I put, I put this really? one in the Tom's news story, so I have to kind of excuse myself. I know which ones are on there. Oh, you did? Okay. And I know the, there's one you're thinking of, and it's not on this list. Does it start with a... Crossroads? No. What? Is oh. it a backward C? Yeah. <laughs> see, if you see a C, I wouldn't see a C. I'd see a backward yeah. C. I don't know if you know that or not. Okay, well... Okay, much. Much worse. I'll tell you this. If Subway doesn't make that list, I'm going to be ripped See? pissed. Got it. Okay, so you know what's on the list. Yep. I do not. But the only two delis I can think of are Crossroads out there on, uh, on Hopkins Crossroads and Cecil's in St. Paul. And I love Cecil's in St. Paul. I mm-hmm. know. Don't you tell me that's not on the list. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm never reading your newspaper again if Cecil's is not on your list. I, I, nope, I'm out. This is going to be awkward. I'm going home right That's what now. The first 7.28. Thing, it's the first thing I said, and I put it on what? Tom's news stories, and I was like, he's going to be pissed that Cecil's. I love Cecil's. I love Cecil's. I, one of the reasons I love Cecil's so much is many, many years ago, you know, because I worked at Hubbard back in the day, so I was right on the border of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Literally, half the building is in Minneapolis, half in St. Paul. Yes, sir. So I used to go to Cecil's all the time. And I go in there one time, and there's this old Jewish man in there, and he's going... Young man, what are you ordering? And I said, I always come in for the matzo ball soup. Oh, I love matzo ball soup. I, what else do you like? 
I said, ah, you know, they got a nice roast beef sandwich. And he said, and I quote, feh, goyish anachas. You know what that means? No. Gentile pleasures. <laughs> How great is that? That's so funny. That's so... But I was lucky because I grew up in North Minneapolis. I know how to speak a bit of Yiddish. Not tons, but a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Srera is my favorite Yiddish word. Just see if anybody knows what srera means. I can't even say that. I, most people can't, can't say Slower. that. And I wonder why it is in, in the Yiddish language, the Jewish language, that they did that cha deal. Chala. The bread is chala, not hala. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but you, hmm. you can say hala bread and no one's going to get mad at you. I said chala. I will not go in. And then the spit in. comes out from my I throat. Throw it to a bakery near the glass and say hala. Because right. we ain't no hala bread girl. We ain't no hala bread girl. Okay. This We're going to go to the... What? We're singing the song. Did you say I don't talk shit? No. Oh, what did you say? I said, that's my shit. Well, that's my... Oh, mm -hmm. I don't... I talk shit. Uh, that's my... Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good job listening to that stuff, just as long as you don't do it around me. Yeah. She was pointing at a bucket in the studio, by the way. Yeah, She exactly. meant literally, yes. Literally. <laughs> mean verse. No, it... it Rap took the place of R&B, and I will never forgive music for doing that. Let's get you more angry and you read this list. Never. Okay. Well, interrupt me again. <laughs> I, I, want you to read, I want you to okay, read Okay, I'll this. read the list right. I am going to be pissed off. I know. I don't know because I haven't seen the list yet. But here we go. Our, critics pick, our critic picks his four favorite delis in the Twin Cities. Okay, where is it? Um, oh, so John Chang is the critic? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Okay. I believe so. John, it could be your ass by the time I read this. I want you to know. I might be coming down to the Star Tribune building. They are all very different from one another and all redefine what modern delis can be. Oh, so now it's got to be a modern deli. I see. So it's not really a deli. It's a modern deli. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I understand. So it's going to be everything except for food that Jews eat. Is that basically what this is going to be? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think right. that's true. Uh, Kramarchik's. I do like Kramarchik's. Yeah. Same. No question about the Reuben at Kramarchik's is the best in the Twin Cities. I do love Kramarchik's. Do they still have that old guy that parks the car or shows you where to park at Kramarchik's? It's been a few years since I've been, so okay. I don't know. Not last time I was there. They didn't. He was the best. You would pull up in your car and he'd go, what do you want? <laughs> like, oh, I well, love I go, I'm going to go in and grab a sandwich. Well, park right there. You know who took you me? crabby bastard. I loved him. To uh, Kramarchik's the first time? Who? Jerry from KQ. Really? Yeah, I from promotions. Jerry. I love oh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. I remember Jerry. I haven't thought about him in a long time, but Great he seems guys. like a guy who would definitely plow through a, a giant Polish. Oh, he rolling could. with Jerry yeah. was the best because he knew everybody. He did. And he'd always call, he'd say, little buddy. That's what he'd always call me. Come on, little buddy, let's go. And I'd get in the vehicle with him. Great guy. We'd have about five different stops because he had wheelings and dealings he had to do, and we'd pick up some food, we'd eat in the car, and we'd go to the promotion. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, great guy. Jerry's a great guy. Love no Jerry. Doubt. Okay, so we start with the Ruben and Kramarchik's. We, we all three agree on that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Then we move on to the pool and yacht sandwich at Marty's Deli. Now, that is based on a sandwich that was originally made at the pool and yacht club on Lilydale over in St. Paul. That's where the sandwich started. Okay. What, what is it? What is the pool and yacht club? No, I mean the sandwich. Like, I can't it tell is, what it is. It says spend a little more time at Marty's Deli. And you may notice. No, I don't know where Marty's Deli is. Where's Marty's Deli? Don't know. I don't know that one. Do you know Look that one? Look it up. 
No, I was look. I was looking as well. No, now t- today or no, it's now or never. Um, I don't know where it is either. Yeah, I don't know where Marty's is, but it, I tell you what, if they got the uh, pool and yacht club uh, sandwich, I'd go over there and eat. It's uh, 400 Northeast Lowry Avenue, so it must be an uptown, huh? Is that right? Lowry's in Ooh. North Minneapolis. So, yeah, so actually, uh, this is in Northeast. I'm sorry. It's yeah. by Stanley's. Oh, right. There you oh, go. Oh, it's yeah. by Stanley's. It's kind okay. of by Grumpy's, just north of Grumpy's. Love yep. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Works for me. So I got to get over there and try the pool and yacht sandwich. Uh, basically, it says uh, the soothing mosaic by the door, the nautical blue accents, the fancier take on checkerboard patterned wrappers. All the provisions are good. The pool and yacht leavens good chicken, a wild acres breed with capers, pickled fennel, arugula. Oh, you're getting a little over the top on me now. Huh? I, this sounds good to me. Red onion. Yes. Yeah, it's not for me. Too Peppercini. Much. See, all that onion and gar. The, yeah. It's too much for me. I would destroy. I love arugula. Arugula. Why? Because it has no flavor? I, it's got like a peppery flavor. Does it really? Yeah, I love arugula. Okay, so we got Marty's Deli and we got Kramarchik so far. We go down to number three, Emily's Lebanese. Uh, that's over northeast too. Right, right on University Avenue, and about what the hell would that be? About Fifteenth and uh, Six Forty One University Avenue. That's where it is. Six Forty One. The decor, I'm told, has not changed much in Emily's fifty-year history, but uh, endearing things: the old-school cash register and display case, flanked with large glass jars of sweets, among others, donated especially with prices in check. Every time I used to go into Lebanese Emily's Lebanese Deli, she'd go, "You're still on KQ." It was phenomenal. You still doing that hobby? You still doing that hobby thing on the radio? I love Emily. Emily's Lebanese Deli is phenomenal. This, this is good. This is good stuff. And they, the, the way they mix the food where you get these little plates, like, it makes you realize, like, they definitely know food combinations Yeah, well. I agree. Yep, you're right. So, so far, so good. I don't know. One, Marty's I've never eaten there. The other two I have. I got to get over to Marty's. Uh, is it Misant or Misant? Has anybody ever heard of this one? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I haven't. This one's in Brooklyn Park. Oh, it is? Okay. My son may look a little bit too primed for a franchise. There are two locations, one next to Applebee's, but uh, proves it can be done appealingly. It looks like Bell's House from Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's pretty impressive if mm. it looks like that. So where is it? It's at, uh, oh, it's at 85th and Edinburgh. Yeah, and in there's Brooklyn one in, Park. yeah, there's one in Roseville as well. And in Roseville, okay. Uh, so we'll head there. Kramarchik Sausage Company. We're back at Kramarchik's. Yeah, I think they just threw, threw a picture at the beginning. So wait a oh. second. They didn't include Cecil's nor Crossroads. Correct. Are you mentally ill? They do mention Cecil's. I don't know But if they, not Crossroads. Let me see if they mention Crossroads. Crossroads is phenomenal. They don't mention Crossroads. Oh, Jesus. You know what? Get your head out of your ass. They Where, have, oh, sorry. Where's Crossroads at? Uh, on Hopkins Crossroads and Cedar Avenue. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's um, really good. They mention Cecil's in one sentence in the last article. Uh, they say, um, if we're doing an apples-to-apples apples comparison, the one at Cecil's is more virtuous when it was talking about um, a sandwich. They only mention Cecil's that one time. That's which weird. is insane to me. I agree. I have Cecil's, uh, to me, is the standard. I of love a, Cecil's. Of a deli. I agree. Feh, goyishanachas. What could be better? <laughs> <laughs> you go in there. Look, Plitman's Deli when I was a kid on Plymouth Avenue. I still know Michael Plitman. He's a dear friend. But I've been eating at delis because of my neighborhood since I was a little boy. Yeah. I know deli food, damn it. That's all I'm telling you. First time I ever went to Cecil's, I know this is going to be shocking. Gelfan took me. Oh, what? <laughs> Whoever heard of it? I was like, 
a day over 21, maybe. And he was like, I got to take you to a good place. And so we went to Cecil's. And to this day, when I'm in that area, if I'm at all hungry, I pop in and grab something. I still miss the Lincoln Dell, though, man. I be- I, all I know is stories about Lincoln Dell from uh, you, and I just... I love the Lincoln Dell. Well, again, I mean, the lunch I had was Sid Hartman and who the hell's the lead singer again in... Uh, God, what the hell's the name of the band now? I can see his face. He's the one who fell G- off. Gene Simmons. From Gene Kansas. Simmons, yes. that's exactly who it was. Who broke John Lastman's desk over at the queue. R.I.P. that desk. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, out of all people, too, Lastman, who I'm is like, like yes. always just, yeah. oh, oh, God, do I have to pay for this? Oh, God, so worried all the time. But yeah, great memories over there getting together with Passolt. Well, I told you the story, Passolt and I are sitting there one time, and we look out the window. This is when Highway 12, I've told you the story before, I know, but Highway 12, there was not 394, so there was a median, a grass median between the, the west and eastbound lanes. One cop pulls over from the east, one cop pulls over from the west, hands the other cop a box of donuts and drives away. I just love that. That's so good. <laughs> Here are your donuts, officer. Right. <laughs> I don't, you know who should be arrested is Kristen Burt. Hands down. I knew it. Of course. What's happening, sister? I just, a little bit of breaking news. <laughs> Pat Robertson passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, he was just, uh, just came across. So uh, he was 93. Um, probably a lot of people remember him from the 700 Club. Right, mm-hmm. right. Of course, and CBN, Christian Broadcast Network. Um I'm glad you said that because of what the hell is CBN? I didn't yeah. even know what that was. <laughs> yeah, CBN, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, but he was the one, yeah, he took a tiny station and turned it into a global. He did. I mean, I remember the yep. 700 Club. They're always asking for money. Oh, they were <laughs> yeah. always after your money. Didn't he also say AIDS is God's way of killing gay people? That's like, correct. wasn't that him? What a huge, nut job. Huge. No, 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 no. That was Brittany. LGBT. <laughs> Brittany said that. Oh, double finger. She gave you the double finger. Yeah. Well, only time yeah. will tell. That's an absolute joke. I'm yeah. so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, Kristen, I can tell you're reeling over the death of the Iron Sheik yesterday. Sure. Yeah. My brother probably is. My brother was a huge, not, it wasn't WWE at the time, it was WWF. Absolutely. World huge. Wildlife Federation. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah. Hulkamania killed him. Hulkamania? It was, that's what took him down. Never will, saw it coming. <laughs> I will tell you, honest to God, back in the days when I was in my 20s, We'd get together with Roy and the dog. Oh, God, you'd have loved the dog. He was called the dog because he walked like a bulldog. He walked like this. <laughs> he walked just like a bulldog because he had a very big chest. But every Saturday, it was Saturday night at the St. Paul Auditorium. But every Saturday night, we'd sit at the dog's house or my house or Roy's house or whomever, and we'd watch all-star wrestling and drink like a fish. So by the time we left, we had a good uh, buzz going. It was phenomenal. And, of course, being in our early 20s, we're all jacked up, ready to put somebody in a headlock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I used to love watching wrestling. Loved it. Do you ever go to, like, the local shows? Do you ever run down to, like, the VFWs or the Legions or something just to, like, watch the local guys? I love that stuff. Do you ever watch it first half, first yeah. wrestling? Yeah, it's, oh. it's a blast. <laughs> Yeah. Meow, 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 yeah. meow. There's a cat man. He's, his name's not cat man. His Better name not is, be. Yeah. God, what is it? Uh, I forget his name, but everybody, when he gets on the top post and he's about to jump, you go, just eh, all the hands in the oh air going, God. meow, yeah. meow. And then sometimes, 
his enemies will bring a laser pointer. So he's about to do some extreme move and they'll turn on this laser pointer and he all of a sudden gets distracted and has to follow the laser <laughs> oh, pointer. God, like a kitty. Yes. Oh, love it. Yeah. Amazing. I, love it. I, yeah. I forget his name, but he's so good. You would love it because they have a Wrestlepalooza at First Ave every year. Oh, they and do. Okay. one of the years we went, one of my favorite bands of all time who were, God rest their souls, uh, Metallica. Would play. Oh, that's amazing. Metallica was a Metallica tribute act where five me- or four, there was five guys. There was four members who played the songs of Metallica, but the lead singer dressed like the comedian Gallagher, and they would smash fruit while they played Metallica songs. Okay, and it was one of the wildest shows you'll ever see, and it was so much fun. How'd they ever make that connection? I don't get the connection. In fact, the comedian Gallagher, this is no joke, at Station 4 in St. Paul, the comedian Gallagher opened for the band Metallica oh, God. one night. That's phenomenal. That's, That's great. Amazing. Yes. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. So very quickly before we move on from wrestling, when I first uh, started dating Catherine many years ago, she was at the University of Minnesota in journalism school. Okay. So she was uh, assigned the job of going to all-star wrestling over at the St. Paul Auditorium. She had to write a story about it, right, for her class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw her that night after she had gone. We got together, and she said, I, I don't understand any of this. I didn't know anything <laughs> about this. She said, I was sitting in the stands, and I'm observing, and that, you know, it's all... You know, very loud and very fancy and sparkly and, oh, my God, getting everybody all excited. I said, well, what went wrong? She said, there was a couple in front of me. They looked to be probably about mm, 40, 45. But then again, they could only have been 20 and lived a hard life, you know. Mm -hmm. But the, the man and the woman are sitting there. And this guy comes into the ring, this big, giant, you know, muscular man comes in the ring. And the first thing he does is smacks the other guy right in the face. And by the way, I've had all-star wrestlers do that to me. Well, Animal and Hawk. They hit me, and it sounded like they hit me so hard, there was this big smack. He didn't even hit me. Sure. I mean, it's amazing Mm -hmm. what those guys could do. He never even hit me, and he made the sound with his other hand on his leg. It It was like, man. But his hand was literally right there, but I barely could feel it. Really? That was an amazing deal. So anyway, there's a lot of slapping going on. Mm Mm-hmm. So this wrestler gets in, marches right over to the other guy's corner, slaps him right across the face, and the woman sitting in front of Catherine turns to her boyfriend slash husband and says, that kind of reminds me of the first time you hit me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. She says, I almost ran oh out of there. Bye. She was so happy sorry. about it. It's like, what? That is... <laughs> Not funny, actually. No, no it's just horrifying. It's so bad that I get why you're giggling because it's, well, it's so just bad. It's too much to take. It's too much to take. <laughs> like, it's like the what? time I couldn't stop laughing that Rudy was telling me about your oh. that fight that your family was in, oh, and yeah. he kept yelling. What was the thing? My my uncle and my aunt got in a fist fight in the front yard of the cabin, and uh, he kept saying, "See, you wouldn't want to be a." <laughs> 
as they were punching each other. <laughs> See you wouldn't want to be ya. There's well, only so you. much your brain can take <laughs> until you go, that's the insanity. Hearing that that woman said, it's like the first time you hit me, I mean, well, my brain would break. First so casual. Like, so casual. It's almost reminiscent of uh, in a positive way, like it's like the flowers you got me on our first yeah. date. Yeah. And by the way, she said it in full voice. She didn't whisper it to him. She said that like in full. That reminds me of the first time you hit me. It's like <laughs> Jesus, really? We live in a different world than that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Although I think the first time I ever meet Kristen, I'm going to push her down. What do you think? You're never going to meet me. <laughs> it's never going to happen. You're never coming. I'm never coming near you, Tom, so forget it. That's it. Why don't we do this? We'll take a break here and then come back, and we can be on as long as you want. If we take a break here and then you come on, you can be on as long as you want. I love that. Or as little as you want. What? Or, or I'm out of here, right? No, I didn't say that. Reminds me of the first no, time you kicked me the off the I'll be show. Here. <laughs> All right, good. We'll be right back. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. And now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night, which I hate, by the way. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer's more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit 
Visit Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I cannot believe we burned through the first hour and I didn't once want to choke Brittany. You, that's not true. That is true. You're absolutely right. I did want to choke. You I did forgot. want to choke. You held back, and that's <laughs> a real back. man. <laughs> you know, Tom, that reminds me of the first time you choked me. I do remember that now. It's like, geez, I still can't. Why would you say that in full voice? It's, it makes me very Maybe it was a cry for help. Do you think it's just a cultural thing? Because that's what I was told when I was a little boy. I said, why? Because my mother and father didn't, like, smoke one another and hit one another and all that. He was only around a few years of my life, and all right, I understand. But my, my mother and father didn't get physically violent with anybody. So is that a learned behavior? Do you learn to be violent with your fist from watching mom and dad? How, how do you learn that? I think a lot of it is a, is a result of your environment, most yeah. likely. Yeah. I just don't understand why the hell you want. You're seven. I think I'll slap you right across the head. Oh, okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. But in any case, let's cheer up because I'm looking at Chris and she's about to cry because it reminds me the first time that Kristen punched me in the stomach. <laughs> Which is amazing that I was able to do it from California yeah. all the way to the way. Minnesota with my big stretch arm. Yeah, you got those long arms. There's no question about it. So what's the latest, lady? Well, we had a lot of listener emails, and Britt passed them along to me. Oh, really? Yes. We've had requests on talking about certain entertainment topics. Do you want me to give keep you in the know with every little thing I do? No, I'll catch up. I, that's what I thought. Mm. <laughs> if I sit around waiting for you, I'd be like, oh, God, is it ever going to happen? Uh, you know, I'm going to CC you on every email I send from now on. Oh, no, you're not. You're out of the mix, sister. Forget it. Oh my, he would have to get an uh, Instagram account because you sent him via DM. That's oh, good. True. So I don't have to worry about this ever. Yes. Um, so what, did, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? How many emails did you get? Um, I think just two yesterday. Yeah, two that were direct. I get a lot of emails oh, direct, about Kristen yeah. all the time, but two that were direct questions. You know that, yeah. by the way, your segments are some of the most downloaded segments on this show. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they, I wanted to tell. See, I am unusual in the fact that I'm in the what, blah, blah, blah entertainment business. And I actually like to tell people when they are appreciated, like, you know, whether it's Brittany and Rudy or you or whomever, I like to pass along to you, you know, people really like you. Why don't people do that more often? I never hear people doing that. Why is that? I, I don't know. I think it's we. I think people get jealous. I think people but, sometimes don't want to share in the success there's, I mean, we see plenty of that in Hollywood. Yeah, people love you. It's a lot of ego. Like if a friend of yeah, mine were yeah. to be, I don't know, showcased in a Tom Petty documentary and then not tell any of us on the show about it, then maybe I'd be a little upset too. Kristen that- Burt. Really? <laughs> a Tom Petty video? Really? Well, there's a story to this, actually, because I know question. where they got this information. It's off of my IMDb page, oh, okay. which you can go and check out. And if you look, there's a 1989 entry that says, I starred in Tom Petty's, wait, starred in Tom Petty's Free Fallen video. You would have been about four. Well, I'm here to tell you that that news is fake. (gasps) Fake news? Oh, lordy. But I want to let everyone know (laughs) that I did star in a Tom Petty documentary called... 
free falling. Yeah. Ah. Which happened in um, somewhere around, it was probably produced around 2019 or so, but it's been incorrectly <laughs> um, introduced to my IMDb page. So it looks like as a kid, I was starring in Tom Petty's Free Fallen video. But if you look at his music video, you will not see me there. Um, but if you do go to Amazon Prime and watch Tom Petty Free Falling, the documentary, you will see my face. You know, I don't want to know this, but I never even thought of this before. Because I've been working with you for 11 years. I have no idea how old you are. And I couldn't guess how old you are either. I have That's no good. clue how old you are. I mean, you could be anywhere from like 16 to 17. That's a good, good answer, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you thought you. I was going to be like 80, 85. <laughs> yeah. I'm a thousand years old. I'm a vampire. A so it's all good. <laughs> It's all true. So, um, oh, I just wanted to mention quickly, we watched the fourth or eight episodes of The Small Light. A Small Light, it's called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That show is phenomenal. God, that woman who plays Meep in it is just amazingly good. Yeah, it's, it's going to get probably a lot of um, Emmys buzz. We'll have yeah. nominations coming up in July, so I'm sure that will be a big part of the conversation. I hope so, because they do a really, really nice job. I mean, it's such a sad thing to do a show on, and yet the show can be entertaining, can be interesting. There are very dramatic moments to it. It's really, really well done. Who made that the document or the series? Um, I don't even you, know. The director or the... Well, whose idea was it? Because it follows this young woman named Meep who's helping out the Frank family, and Frank's family. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to, like, Amazing. look up on that. Let me go to IMDb for you. <laughs> well, see if you can see the name Kristen Bird in there starring in a video. Um, I can, actually. I can pull up my own IMDb page oh, if anyone God, needs what it. Oh, e what an ego. Jesus, pal. Oh, That's Jesus. my IMDb page, people. Get away from me. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's like 99% I starred as me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I starred as me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an actress. I have a couple of, like, what they call acting credits, but literally I was like the newscaster or whatever, right. whatever was needed. But it's just me doing talking head entertainment things. Kristen, did you, did you ever, was that ever an aspiration of yours to be an actress? Is that something you wanted? <clears throat> um, not in terms of, I, originally I started out as a professional dancer. That's how I started out my career. So um, I did a lot of musical theater. So acting is involved in that. But did I ever want to be like a star on a sitcom or anything no i don't act well at all <laughs> oh you don't i'm not talented no not in that terms you'd be a good actor you liar no i i you feel like you know talented. what happens it's so funny because you know i do a lot of segments where people like tell us about tom cruise and i can just go blah blah blah, blah, blah and be natural but if you gave me like a script um and i had to just do like let's say I was acting in a scene with Tom Cruise, I think I just become wooden because I could become self-conscious about it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and then, you know, we went down and stepped in the plane and yay, Top Gun. They would be like that. <laughs> yay, <laughs> Top Gun. You should have an HGTV t uh, television <clears throat> series, though, because you turned a closet into a broadcasting studio. Yeah. Impressive. And I think that is very impressive. Here comes the kitty. Yeah. There she is. I knew it. There's the kitty. She loves you guys so much. She's wonderful. It's so funny. The other cat wants nothing to do with you, but this one well, every morning is here. I heard her once go, oh, Bernard, and leave the room. <laughs> yeah, the boy's it. like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. The girl, she's here every morning. <laughs> 
She's um, very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, th- I, and there was another question too, just kind of a follow up on telly. We talked about it. And I probably want to say we talked about it about a month ago. It just, I think they wanted the latest update on what was happening with telly. Um, and there is a bit of an update, the because the premise of Telly is they're sending a thousand dollar TV out to you. There are two screens to it, just to refresh everyone's memory. The bottom part of the screen is showing you ads. So this is where, like, this is you know they give you something free, but you are targeted for specific ads on this television. So some of the beta users already have their televisions. Um, other people are going to be starting to be contacted later this month and they will be getting television. So check your email if you did sign up for one of these. Um, I think that there's, there's some good things to this. Um, but there's some drawbacks too, of course, because, um, in getting more information about it, you're not going to be able to cover up that second screen. And I think a lot of people just thought, you know what, I'll just put cardboard over that. Well, they were smart enough and they put a lot of the software interface in that second screen like if you need to use volume or things like that if you need to change channels it's going to be on that second bottom half screen so you have to keep it uncovered in order to use it they are going to be monitoring your hours as well it has to be your main television in your house and uh so i think if you fall below the threshold and just think oh i'll keep it out in my you know guest room or something like that you probably will have to somehow either turn in the TV or it's it's a part of the program that this is the central TV in your house. It's a 55-inch screen oh, TV. Okay. And the other thing is that it just comes with basic apps loaded. So you still are going to need some sort of extor- external source in terms of like Roku or a- Apple TV um, in order to get all of your streaming networks and everything else. So how big is that TV? Is that about 50 inches, the one to my right here? Uh, I think that's a little bigger. I believe that's like a sixty. Oh, is it a sixty? Uh, maybe even a seventy-two. It's it's a big one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's big. One, two, three, four. Uh, sixty. I bet you it's a sixty. Yeah, it's got to be make, somewhere. That makes sense. You that guys probably know this because your men and have a weird obsession with size of TVs, but I did not know it's that. Not they... TVs size. It's another thing. It's how you use it, okay? <laughs> Don't forget. But I didn't know that the way you, you measure right TV is that. corner to corner. Yeah. Corner to corner? Yeah, corner Same to corner. Same with yeah. your t- uh, computer yep. screen. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You Did didn't that? really? No. Until, like, I mean, I found that out maybe like three years ago. Do you ever get out of the house? No. You really don't, do No, I just think that was just like a weird fact that somehow I missed. I wasn't out buying a bunch of TVs in my 20s. She I missed television measuring school. I missed that class. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that? That's when, when I started making money, one of the first things I did was buy a color television. That's such a guy thing to do. It's, it is a very guy thing to do. When me it? and Justin got married, he's like, because I had this tiny little screen I used for everything. And he was like, so we don't need to move that into our home. We're going to go ahead and get rid of that. Uh, Just man, get rid of it. I knew things had changed when I saved every last, when I first got hired at 93X and we were doing like live gigs, we were doing bar gigs you were getting cash straight cash and every single bar gig i would take a hundred dollars and i'd just suck sock it away yep. and finally i i had enough money and i went out and i bought a twelve hundred dollar flat screen plasma tv for like 50 or whatever it was uh like 1500 bucks or something yep, you know i can't a, remember exactly yeah. it was like yeah, 50 inch or something yeah and i brought it i, I had this old 36 inch tube tv that was perfect it had no problems yeah so i brought it to the station 
And I thought, well, there's all these interns. They're not paid. I'll just give one of these kids, you know, the tube TV for free. Yeah. I thought I was doing a nice gesture. I pull into the, uh, in the little area where the interns are. I'm like, hey, you guys, I know there's like six or seven of you, but if you want, I got a 36-inch TV in my car right now for free. If you want it, stop on by. And everyone there was like, Dude, we got like 60-inch flat screens on the <laughs> wall already. Like, what are you talking about? 36-inch tube TV. How Whoops. old are you? I'm like, I'm 27. There you I'm go. not that old. They were like, yeah, sorry, the tube man. tube TV. Yeah. So I just, That's so funny. Yeah, I just drove it over to Northeast and just stuck it on a curb. I'm like, somebody will take this TV for free. It's true. And by the way, I'd like to mention that he, when he just stashed that 100 bucks at a time, after he paid his taxes is when he went out and bought the TV. Yes, of course. I'd like to point that part Well, out. yeah. No, I mean, because <laughs> we, well, yeah. Yeah. we got paid $1,200 at bar gigs, so obviously Did I paid really? No, God, no, are you kidding? No. I was going to say, I, I didn't even know how much a bar gig. I've never done one. No, gosh, not a, yeah, not at all. No, we never got anywhere near that. But I do remember when I first came to Minneapolis, because I came from La Crosse, Wisconsin, we got $40 an hour. When we Ooh, did bar gigs, see? forty an hour—that was big, big money back then. Forty. Whew. Wow. Think when, you're in your, when you're in your twenties too, to get paid to go to a bar, you're like, "This yeah. is the best day yeah, of my right? life." Yeah. I mean, it was so exciting. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. I bet you that tube TV turned into a planner. If you drop it off at Northeast, somebody turned it into a planner. Oh yeah, for there's sure. a, somebody's got fish swimming in that thing uh, right now. Absolutely, yeah. the mm -hmm. aquarium. <laughs> Actually. Rudy mentioned this morning that he's going to give you a desktop dial phone by the oh, end nice. of the show. I just I gave one to my daughter for her birthday. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> That's phenomenal. She wanted a new phone, so I was like, "Here you go. Here you go, it's desktop. A brand new desktop." I bet she appreciated that instead of a twelve hundred dollar iPhone. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Probably mm -hmm. not. Who knows? Yeah, I was just thinking about it. You know, I just love the fact that in your life you you hear words and all of a sudden these things pop up in your head. What popped up in my head talking about the old desktop phone with the handle you'd hold to your head and all that stuff. At a party, guy gets pissed off and another guy hit him right in the face with that phone thing. Dang. Oh, God, that looked like it hurt. So my. technically, Rudy gave his daughter a weapon. Oh, yeah, look Perfect. at that bad boy. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's, that, that, is, that looks like James Bond, man. Somebody had pointed out that they think that's the same phone that uh, Charlie used to call the call the angels. See? I'm pretty sure it's oh, the same. Oh, did it have like, one of those? Like, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's the same model. I got to look it up still, but I'm pretty Can sure. Can I post this pic on ours? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Your daughter's It might be an absolute like movie relic. Do you want your daughter's picture on there? Or do you want her to, to blow No, up? it's fine. No, okay. my daughter, yeah. she's. I'm, her dad has been trying to become famous for two decades now. So yeah, it's her, good her, to do with her, though. Her face is all over the internet. Oh, I suppose that's true, yeah. <laughs> There's no privacy. We nah, don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I suppose that's true. So what else? Um, there's two premieres tonight in case people are looking for TV. It is the premiere of the final season of Never Have I Ever on Netflix, which is Mindy Kaling's series. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. She's a creator. She does not star in it. And if people haven't watched that, it's such a good show. Have you seen it, Brittany? No, I haven't. It's really good. I don't necessarily know if you guys would like it, but it's about a young teen girl. And I think what made it really interesting is um, she's South Asian. And I think that, you know, that... Um, culture hasn't been covered a lot, especially in a comedy. Um, and she's a, just like kind of like growing up and trying to fit in. And she's like, her aunt lives nearby and like trying to live under her mom's like traditional rule. It's, it's really well done. It's smart. Um, it's funny. 
this is the final season, so you can go and binge watch it if you want to, because it comes out on Netflix today. There's four seasons altogether. And then I know you and Kaylee Cuoco have like some type of war going on, but her show based on a true story does come out today on Peacock. So if anyone's looking for something new, they can go and check that out as well. That's pretty cool. You're fighting Kaylee? Yeah. Why don't you and Kaylee get along? Kaylee who? Cuoco? Kaylee Cuoco. Because she was yeah. a pain in the ass the first time she was ever on my morning show. She was incredibly arrogant, but I think she was only about 17 years old, so that might have had something to do with it. Was it back when she was on the show 10 Simple Rules with John Ritter? Yes. Yep. That's when yeah. she was on. She was yep. a teenager at that time. <clears throat> yeah, so she, I can forgive her, but, but I haven't talked to her since. She's... Uh, but, but yeah, I, I talked to her a couple of times when she was a kid, she was, and I suppose she was a teenager now on a national, internationally known. So I guess I could forgive her. This is the Tom Bernard morning show. The Tom Bernard morning show streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.